This podcast replay is brought to you by Craig Zins, Acura Pembroke Pines. Visit the number one volume Acura dealership in the Southeast United States 12 years in a row at 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines. Ira, how you doing, my friend? You doing good? Greetings from Sacramento. Weather, weather sunny outside. I actually looked out my window. They lit the beam after they won yesterday in against the Clippers down in Los Angeles. So they're feeling good about their team. And I think, Big O, we should be feeling good about the NBA. And I wrote about it today because Joe Dumars' ruling in the fight, scuffle, brouhaha, whatever you want to call it, that it wasn't David Stern's day. And you remember this because you were there. When P.J. Brown stepped one inch on the court and he suspended for a game. And guys couldn't move off the bench, even get out of their seats. There was so much common sense there at the end. Yes, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin left the bench. But they didn't exacerbate the situation. They were there as peacekeepers. They stayed mostly out of the way. In David Stern's NBA, the Heat would have had like six players available tonight. Instead, we get to see relatively legitimate basketball. And let's face it, the Jimmy Butler chokehold and re-chokehold probably deserves a penalty anyway. So he sits tonight here in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. I don't I the suspensions that did happen, I don't have a problem with them. I, I get it. I totally understand it. And I agree. They did. They did handle it the uh, the right way, but although, although Thomas Bryan is peacemaker, I, I Thomas, I know what you were trying to say, but oh my yeah. god, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't have a problem with the suspensions. We're I'm fine with the suspensions uh, that were given. It is it is what it is. I was actually more uh, proud of the team that they didn't fold at that moment. That your leader goes off and you continue and you finish out the game. To me. That's what stood out, and I know uh, Bam. I think mentioned it after that 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 uh, that Jimmy would be proud of that, and and I completely agree with him on that one. That that to me is what stood out. Is okay. The the shit hit the fan. They're going to be pissed. You're frustrated too. What happens here? Do your emotions get the best of you, and you lose your concentration, or do you stay focused? And I kind of like what I've seen at the end of the break. And to start the break. And here's what's interesting because on our accurate Pembroke Pines report, it's been a couple of years about super role player Bam Adebayo. But yes, with Jimmy out, with Tyler out the last hundred seconds, Bam had to be the man and was the man. He was. Well, four quarter points with three of the Heat's 11 block shots. And Big O, this goes back to something you and I have spoken about now for months, and I still don't know the answer. Whether Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and Jimmy Butler can coexist and all be at their best. We saw Bam at his best when Jimmy was out and when Tyler was out. But the three of them together still haven't found lockstep where they could all be their best version. So I thought it was very interesting. Jimmy goes out, 11 minutes to go, Bam steps up. Tyler goes out, 140 to go, Bam steps up more. Is Bam on a bio at a point where even if Jimmy is on the court and even if Tyler is on the court, he goes, no, me, feed the beast. We still are waiting for that. No, I, I get that. But, you know, while you're talking about all of this, my problem with this, uh, when I look at that whole scenario and that equation, I say, Bam Adebayo, reliable, reliable, reliable. Yes. Jimmy Butler, reliable, reliable. When he wants to play, of course. Reliable, reliable, reliable. What I mean by is they do their thing every time. When I look at Tyler, I can't call him reliable. I can't call him consistent. 
I can't call him reliable. He got injured again. Yes, I knew right. you were going to bring it up, and I, I, I you know what, Bigo? I keep telling you. I, mean, I keep telling you that each time is a freak injury. But you know what? When you get to 10 times freak, it's like you yeah. go to the carnival, and you keep getting the small prizes, and then you trade up for super prize. Tyler keeps getting super prize of injuries. It, it's too frequent. Maybe it's his body structure. Maybe it's his workout regimen or not. Maybe it's just sort of innate that he's the unlucky maybe guy. Like in a, green. In the, maybe he's your teal green dude. He just jinxed. You know, what, what was it? The um, pig pen character in Charlie Brown that he always has the, uh, the, 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 the rain over his head and the big cloud. Maybe yeah. that's who Tyler is. But you know what? As soon as that happened. No, I think of my family and everyone first, but I thought of Big O when I said, oh, man, we're going to talk about this in our accurate Pembroke Pines report because it's another one. And Big O is going to tell me, Ira, if this happens now, it's going to happen in the playoffs because yeah. every year since the bubble, it's happened in the playoffs. And you know what, Big O? It gets harder and harder for me to make the argument it won't because it keeps happening. It keeps happening, unfortunately. And he's streaky, too, offensively. He's not consistent enough offensively for my liking. So if you're, you know, if if you're going to be inconsistent with your body, at least when you're playing, I need you to be lights out all the time, and you're not. And so, I, I you you see, at least with Butler, when he's out or not playing or whatever, okay, I deal with it. But when he wants to come back and he wants to play and be an mf'er, yeah, going to be a mother effer, and you're not going to stop him. And that that. And then that's what erases all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But it, 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 there's no give and take with Tyler, bro. There's just unreliability on a consistent basis. That's why I keep telling you, I don't give a shit about his feelings anymore. Put his ass to the bench. You know, I'd rather have Duncan starting, if anything, or whatever you want to do, any other combinations you want to work. But I think he's always better off the bench. So that way... You're not constantly effing with the starting lineup because your unreliable player is out again. And then that forces your coach to adjust again and the team to adjust. Man, let's have him off the bench. That way, if he's not there, well, then it's a different group of players coming off the bench and that's it. But the starters got to be people you can rely on, man. No, you know what? It's like I feel like the defense attorney. My client keeps telling me what crimes he committed. And I'm like, stop it. I can't defend you anymore. It's getting harder. Busquets of this interview. Yeah, it's getting it's getting harder and harder to 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 pull it off and to say, hey, this is our guy we're riding with him. Look, a third wheel is still a third wheel. He's not he's not Bam. He's not Jimmy. They're the lead men. But as you know, in the NBA, your third wheel has to be dynamic, like it was for the Heat with the Big Three, the Celtics championship team. You have to have that reliable third player, like Jovic. That's too young, twenty. He's like in, he's like the soccer under nineteen team. He's dynamic. Okay, he's in my developmental program. It might prove to be Jaime Hawkins Jr. The okay. four-year collegian who's coming and shows a maturity. Maybe it proves to be Terry Rozier if he plays like he did with the Hornets. Maybe it's someone else. The teams that are on the cusp are always searching. My perfect example would be this. Last year, the Heat played the Denver Nuggets in the finals. We know Jokic's best player were among the best players in the league. We know Jamal Murray, dynamic presence when healthy. And in that series, Aaron Gordon stepped up and was a difference maker. That's what the Heat has to find. That guy through an entire seven-game series, through an extended stretch who could be that guy, and we're still looking and wondering, could it be, might it be, should it be? You waffle like that, and it shows you you sort of have two. But see, here's the thing. You waffle, and we all waffle with Tyler, right? 
Do you waffle with Jaime? No. no he, he is what he is, and his ceiling might not be as high as Tyler's. I'll put it this way. When but his cojones are bigger. But when Tyler's at his best, he can be a four, he can be a 40-point scorer. You'd agree with that. But Tyler's at his lights-out shooting best. Jaime's ceiling is probably a 30-point scorer. But maybe that's what you need on a team that doesn't score a lot, is going to defend anyway. That's the difference. Maybe you don't need the Jamal Crawford or the Lou Williams. You need the combo of offense and at least some defense. Yeah, big O, it's a conundrum. The MRI is coming today on Tyler's knee. I don't expect anything major. I think he'll play during this road trip. But again, like you always talk about, the seed of doubt. And the seed of doubt is back. No, and and when I look at Jovic, as young as he is, I look at him and I go, this mother effer is, not, is unfazed. Uh, whatever he's doing, whoever he's He's faced, not ready, but he's still I, too raw. I get he's raw, but I don't give a shit about raw at the moment. What I give a shit about is your mental makeup. And when I look at Jovic, I see a Heat player. When I look at Jaquez, oh, my God, that's a Heat player by yes. Miles. Yes. And so when I look at Tyler, I don't see Heat player. I don't see a guy that's a dog with an edge. You know, we just live with that scowl from the bubble, but he doesn't back it up physically. Where I see Jaquez, I, that moment when he defended LeBron, Tyler doesn't have that moment in his entire career. And we're talking about a baby that just got into the league and had that moment already. And with Jovic, I also see it, whether it's rebounding, passing, shooting. I, I You want to get bigger and longer, which is something that Riley loves. Jovic is, my God, he's exactly... If, if, if I'm doing my heat culture ratings, obviously I have Jimmy there, I have Bam there, we have Caleb Martin there, we have Haywood Highsmith there, we have Jaime yeah. Hawkins there. And you know who's rising with a star also? Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Between yeah. Jalen Brown and stepping yeah. up and taking defensive challenges and not always settling for the three and getting involved and sticking his nose in there. So you know what? Where maybe we expected that Tyler rise, shockingly almost, and God bless him, Duncan Robin. let's be honest, Big O. Duncan Robinson has shown us something. I think you and I both agree we weren't sure that he had this side to him, and he's come no. through this season and shown it. No. Do you, do you know the segment I had last week? I, I think you did. You make it a segment, Sean, uh, on Duncan Robinson. I said he's the next UD. That's what he's turning into. He's turning into the next Udonis Haslam for maybe this the team. white chocolate version. But okay, it's not the same kind of player. What I mean is, he came out of nowhere. He turned himself into one heck of a player because the guy two years ago that really wasn't complete offensively and was nothing defensively, now is complete offensively. Now he passes the ball, he rebounds, he sets people up, he runs without, he you know, he, he can run around without the ball, help you out in so many different ways. And now on defense, he'll rebound, he'll get in people's way, he has a little edge to him. He does. He is getting there. But let's face it. If we're talking about one of your favorite films, one of my favorite films, remember the Anchorman fight when everyone showed up with their four guys? If right. I'm showing up with my four guys, it's still going to be Jimmy. It's still going to be him. It's still going to be Caleb. And it's still going to be Haywood. Maybe oh. Duncan will be remaining in the car if we need someone else to come out there. But what I'm saying is Duncan's making that move. That he'd already have those players. But it is nice to see. But again, the heat toughness and culture. Some guys can wear that culture jersey across their chests, and it works for them. Other guys wear the culture, and you're saying, 
I still need to see it a little bit more. I agree with that part. I think if Duncan finishes out his career here, by the time he's gone from the guy that just became a shooter, and then we said, well, he's kind of limited, bro. That's all he can do. Then he's turned himself into a complete basketball player. And then he's had moments, too, where he's shown his his share of toughness of fighting through adversity, not the kind of UD toughness, P.J. Brown toughness. Don't misunderstand. I'm talking about mental and even some physical where he takes the punishment and he's still fighting through it all. He almost had his elbow disconnected. He came back to shoot five of six from three-point range the next night. True. You know, I, I think Duncan has gotten to the point that by the time he's done, he's going to be so beloved that it's going to be UD-like in that sense. Not Okay, so, so hold, up, hold up for a second. Hold up for a second. Sean, I, want, Sean okay. I want you to mark this down. That on Monday, February 26th, Orlando Alzagari of the Big O Show said, Duncan Robinson's number 55 will be retired by the Heat. Sean, save the clip, please. It could it, That could also happen. That could also happen. That's a possibility because he is he's proven to be pure heat from the get-go. And if he just continues, all he's done is grow as a player, dude. And we had the guy two years ago is a shell of what of what he is now. That guy, that guy was that guy was making his way out of the out of the out of the Miami Heat. Now we're talking about a guy that has become priceless now. Now we're talking about a guy you need. You have to have on your team. I agree. His skill set. And have to have on the floor, not just on your team. You have to have him on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And his skill set, no one else has. No one, not even Tyler Hero, can shoot consistently like he can from three-point range. Nobody can do what Duncan does. And so that's, to me, that's how far I'm going with Duncan, that you got to give him the love for turning his entire career around and now heading into a trajectory that's going to be as a beloved Heat player. I think that's enormous. I don't no, know. You I'm have not- UD up there in the rafters, the all-time leading rebounder. Dwayne Wade is the all-time leading scorer. Maybe, And obviously, Duncan Robinson is the all-time leading three-point shooter. Right. And he's going to add points for many years to come. And threes for many years. Absolutely. So he's, he's going to be one of our all-time leading scorers when it's all said and done if he finishes his career here. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to score a lot of points, man. I'm just saying that we have to understand that Duncan, what Duncan Robinson has done is so magnificent. It's it's not even funny how how the change that that man has made. I, I just, I got nothing but respect for him. I really so, Sean, do. mark it down when the 2030 Acuras are out and Duncan's 2055 goes to the rafters. This is the day. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and by the way, the other thing I told you, I love how they finished the break, and I love how they're starting the break. And I, I just feel like they're, you know, obviously Jimmy's coming to play. Sure. And so that I, I really like what I'm seeing now. I'm seeing a, a hungry Heat team, you know, from top to bottom. I like that. No, I, I agree. It, it, there was a doubt after the seven-game losing streak, and yet we all knew something was going to turn around. The East is still a bear. We don't know how far Philly falls when Embiid comes back. Indiana, I thought, would come back. They had a huge win last night against Dallas. They're questionable. Orlando lost yesterday. So it's going to be playing or not playing. But again, Big O, more than where you are in the seedings, will you be playing your best ball going into the playoffs? The Heat are trending in that direction. By the way, somebody's asking, good question, because I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't follow up. Did the Pelican fan get banned from the arena? 
You know, usually when you get ejected just for once, if it's benign, it's just shouting back and forth. It's just an ejection. It's not one of those lifetime things. There was nothing thrown. There was no fight. It was just a, a bit too cantankerous. So I don't think it's a lifetime ejection. I think maybe just next time, maybe just don't show up in the heat jersey. Okay. All right. Sounds, uh, sounds good. All right. What else you got going on? On uh, Oh, by the way, what do you think about the Kings game tonight? Well, again, I want to see. I'm about to go to shoot around. Uh, and Tyler here had the MRI. Terry Rozier is getting very close. He looked very good in practice yesterday. I think one of those two will play. This Heat team has a way when they're shorthanded with no Jimmy. You know what? You plug Jaime Hawkins Jr. in there, you still play. The Heat have a favorable trip from this standpoint, Big O. Three times on this trip, they're getting a team coming off back-to-back when they're rested. It happened in New Orleans. They won the game. Sacramento, tough game last night against the Clippers. They're on the second night of a back-to-back. The Heat are rested. When they play Denver on Thursday, Denver is hosting Sacramento on Wednesday. So the back-to-back factor is real. So I think even without Jimmy, it gives the Heat a good chance tonight. So I see a competitive game. Look, when when this trip started, and you were talking about New Orleans and Sacramento and Portland and Denver, I said, get out of here at 2-2. and Get your last West Coast trip done. You're being in shape. It looks like that two and two is eminently possible. And I think we might be looking at three and one as well. So I think it's setting up well for them. By the way, I'm not going to get too much into this. Uh, I've talked about it in the past, but um, I um, I feel terrible for everybody involved. The young man that got hit, I feel bad for Haywood Highsmith. I, I just feel like it was a situation. Unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, for everybody. You know, we all have kids. We've all been in this situation. You're on a dark road. There's no lights. You don't know what's going on. What what bothered me, the TMZ story, this really bothered me, said that Haywood Highsmith barreled into the car. The police report said he was doing 45 in a 40. And I think sometimes they add a little there so they could cite an infraction. Big O, let's be honest. Every one of us, if it's 35 in a 30, 45 in a 40, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying what happened is something that ever should happen, but that wasn't barreling. In South Florida, if you're driving 45, you're in the slowest of slow lanes. So I just hate how the thing was cast. And no one, except the person involved, feels worse than Haywood Heisman. But you know what? You drive past all those billboards on 95, on 826, and 836. We're a very litigious state. It's going to wind up being that way. Haywood will have to go to court in the civil case. I didn't even want to write that story because you know what, Big O? Everyone sues everyone in Florida. It's just we are here. So to say someone is facing a civil trial, it doesn't necessarily mean fault or anything wrong. Anyone can sue anyone. I do know this. Haywood Highsmith wants the best possible outcome for everyone involved in that incident and feels terrible about it. Now his agent and his lawyers take over. It, it, listen, it's what happened to Haywood could have happened to any one of us. Oh, absolutely. Every yeah. time, you know, Big O, you send your daughter out. I send my son out when they just learned to drive and they're young. If you haven't seen every any, every situation, situations can find you. Absolutely. Exactly. And and I've mentioned it a couple of times. If anybody's ever met Haywood Highsmith. Nicest person. Nice. That's as stand up a young man as you'll meet mature beyond his years. If you've met him, you know that he must be feeling like shit now. And a person who lives in Southwest Dade, far from the arena. Yeah, and he lives in Southwest Dade, far from the arena, just to be with his kid. So he knows what's important in life also. Absolutely. Yeah. And now he has to live with it too. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Of course, not like the victim. Let's be honest. It's still not. different. But still, I, I think empathy for all involved is the way for yeah. outside people to think. I yeah. just kind of feel bad for everybody and – 
And uh, obviously, and that young man was helping somebody else. And right. then, you know, it just, it's, it's really sad. All right. Follow him on Twitter at Ira Heapy. Catch his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Ira, as always, thank you, my brother. And may the Panthers overtake your Rangers. You know, things like that might happen. But going back to your previous segment, but if the Heat win tonight in Sacramento, I'll get my phone finger on, finger on and I'll storm the court anyway. Hopefully I don't take anyone out. Catch you next week. You got it, Ira. Thank you. Don't take anybody out, man. Oh, God, yes. Don't do that. Storm the court, but don't take people out. All right, Acura Pembroke Pines, baby. They got the customer appreciation sales event going on. So take advantage. They're at 15601 Pines Boulevard, just off of I-75 in Pines. The 2024 Integra, 329 a month. The 2023 TLX is 399 a month. The 2024 RDX $459 a month, and the MDX $2024 $499 a month. Get on down there. They got a large selection of certified pre-owned vehicles. And if you own or lease an Acura, no place better to get it serviced than at Craig Zinn's Acura Pembroke Pines. Go see Mike Chen or Jordan Ferber, two great guys. They run it there. They do an awesome job. And tell them that Big O sent you. They'll take care of you at Craig Zinn's Acura of Pembroke Pines.